Hey y'all, welcome to In Vivo. It's Jasmine here and I'm so glad I decided to tune in to another episode. I've been in my A for a minute, but I think I'm going to go ahead and start doing it a month or just an episode when I honestly feel like it, but also make sure I put out an episode a month because I like you guys and I like talking, but I'm a busy person now and I'll explain more why I'm so busy later. Um, but if you've been following me on Instagram and Twitter, you know that I've been a little bit more active on my Twitter than my Instagram, and recently I was just featured on the Black in Science Communication Week, and I have a profile on their um, website, and they also post me on their Twitter. So thank you, um, BISC, for posting me, especially Raven, the science meme, and she's amazing. I look up to her so much, so thank you for featuring me on your page and for your week and stuff, so I really appreciate it. And I've also received messages on how many people listen and I love it. Like, thank you all for listening. Keep listening, keep sharing, telling your friends and family. Um, That's the point of me recording. So people like you can just listen and take something from it. So thank you. And we're going to get started with the first segment, which is the word of the week. Today's word of the week is going to be a little different. While it is still the word of the week, I'm going to try to explain a concept too. And to preface, um, I'm taking biochemistry right now. And if anyone is taking biochemistry or is about to take it or wherever you are, the biochem is a very vital part. Um, And the MCAT is very vital in med school research, period. But it's tedious and difficult. Um, So that's what I'm doing right now. And that's why I'm so busy, y'all. Like one of the reasons why I'm busy. So that class is tedious, especially virtually. Like I really do miss in-person teaching and learning. It's been very difficult virtually, but I see all that to say that this word of the week this week is proteomics. And proteomics is the large-scale study of proteins. And proteins are the vital parts of living organisms. They contain amino acids and that can make a polypeptide through the ribosome, which makes a protein. And they have many different functions. And the entire proteome is the entire set of proteins that are produced by an organism or a system. Now you can study proteomics in different ways or analyze the field in different ways. And one of the big ones is mass spectrometry. (laughs) And as an analytical tool used for measuring the mass to charge ratio of one or more proteins present in a sample. So what this can do is this can purify your protein or allow you in a mixture of proteins, pick out the one that you actually want And it could calculate the exact molecular weight of the sample components as well. You can also use gel electrophoresis, chromatography, any of these other special instruments in order to purify protein are a useful and big part in proteomics. So like I said, it's really big in MCAT, it's really big in medicine and research. So it's good to know. And with that, we'll move on to the what's new section. So for today's what's new for science, the first thing I want to talk about is actually the Nobel Peace Prize. And the Nobel Peace Prize in chemistry was just awarded to the two women scientists that created the CRISPR-Cas9 gene editing system, which is used to change the DNA of animals, plants, and microorganisms with extremely high precision. And it's had a revolutionary impact on the life sciences, contributing to new various types of therapies and may make the dream of curing inherited diseases come true. And this is actually an excerpt from the nobelprize.org website. 
So these two women, um, Dr. Um, let me make sure I say their name right, <laughs> Dr. Charpentier and Dr. Duna, these two women were the ones that discovered the CRISPR-Cas9 system. So genome editing, which is essentially what CRISPR-Cas9 is, is an approach of genome editing, is a group of tech that can give scientists the ability to change an organism's DNA. And CRISPR-Cas9, which is short for Cluster Regularly Interspaced Short Palindromic Repeats, and CRISPR-Associated Protein 9, <laughs> what a long name, um, has generated a lot of excitement in the science community because it is not only faster, but it's cheaper and more accurate and more efficient than other existing genome editing methods. And the actual system, which was initially first um, thought of by Dr. Charpentier and then enhanced by Dr. Duena, works um, from or adapted from a naturally occurring genome editing system in bacteria, which is called, I believe, track R. Yeah, track R RNA. And essentially, that bacteria can capture snippets of DNA from invading viruses and use them to create DNA segments known as CRISPR arrays. And those arrays allow the bacteria to remember those viruses. So if they attack again, the bacteria can produce RNA segments from the arrays to target the virus's DNA. And then they use this Cas9 or a similar enzyme to cut the DNA apart, which will then disable the virus. Um, and that was where it was originally adapted from. So the actual system works very similarly, where they can create a small piece of RNA with a short guide sequence that attaches to a specific target sequence of DNA in a genome. And then that RNA can also bind to the Cas9 enzyme. And like the bacteria, the modified RNA can recognize the DNA se sequence and then that Cas9 can cut the DNA at the location. So it's a really, really interesting um, technique. And it's so cool that these women were able to be awarded because they really did change the entire um, genome editing world of research. And some people don't really like genome editing. Some people do. I believe in research has been able to, you know, provide more um, information on cancer and sickle cell disease and so much more. And I don't believe that, you know, it would be, I know there's a lot of ethical concerns, you know what I'm saying? And anyone can are entitled to their own opinion, but what I've seen be used for it, um, I haven't seen it necessarily to um, majorly alter human genome. And some of the changes are just limited to somatic cells and not egg and sperm cells. So I don't necessarily think of it as an unethical thing, but I'm just happy that these two women were awarded with the Nobel Peace Prize. Like that is so amazing. So congratulations to them. And continuing with Nobel Peace Prize news, three scientists have won the Nobel Peace Prize for the hepatitis C virus discovery in medicine. So these three men, Dr. Alter, Dr. Rice, and Dr. Houghton have won the Nobel Peace Prize in Medicine for discovering the hepatitis C virus, which led to the development of a test to prevent the spread of the virus and drugs that have basically saved millions of lives. So hepatitis C is a 
um, now a virus that can cause serious liver disease and cirrhosis, which can be fatal. And the virus is transmitted through bodily fluids, including blood. And this discovery led to a test for this now virus, which is now widely used to protect people from becoming infected through blood transfusions. And it also led to antiviral drugs to treat the infection. And this is the first time in history now that disease can be cured, raising the hopes of eradicating hep C from the world. And it's so amazing that these three people were able to create and discover the hepatitis C virus and drugs in order to treat hep C. In the U.S., there's more than 50,000 cases of hep C each year, and that rises because of the opioid epidemic. And, you know, like I said, hep C can be passed through blood, and a lot of opioids can be shot through needles, and people share needles, which can cause blood. And there's been a lot of programs that let you basically donate your needle, and you can um, get things for that. So it's really good that they've now not only been able to, you know, try to eradicate hep C, period, also try to lower the um, opioid epidemic here in America. So they were nice. Or it was People were happy that these three men were able to win the Nobel Peace Prize, but there were some concerns raised on how um, the Nobel Peace Prize in medicine was again awarded to three white men. And especially in 2020 and all the things that have happened in this year, um, they believe that the Nobel Peace Prize should be a little bit more inclusive to who they award, including um, women and people of color. So that's really just something to throw in there. Like, we're happy for these people that have won um, Nobel Peace Prize and they have done amazing things for the community. But as time goes on, we do hope to see more people of color win these amazing awards. So that's all I have for the research news of today. So we've learned a lot. We've learned about hep C. We've learned about genome editing. We've learned about CRISPR-Cas9 and these amazing scientists that have contributed or advanced our world as we know today. So if you want to learn more, you can go to NobelPrize.org and they have bios for all these people along with more detailed information on what they did to help um, history, essentially. So now on to pop culture news. So starting off this week's pop culture news, I'm going to be talking about sports, lol. Who would have thought I'd be talking about sports? But right now going on is the NBA Finals with the Los Angeles Lakers, LA Lakers, versus the Miami Heat with Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo versus LeBron James, Anthony Davis, um, Kyle Kuzma, Danny Green, etc. So they ended up losing, I want to say, game five because it was a 3-1 lead and now it's 3-2. So now they go to a game six. And I love RDC World. I don't know if y'all know them, but like Supreme Dreams and Mark Phillips and that whole gang make funny video edits of what they think LeBron would do or LeBron has done to his team since they lost. And it was a video that came out and it was hilarious. Like it was so funny. And it kind of summed up exactly what happened that game. You know, Danny Green um, didn't really shoot well. Alex Caruso, um, the the uh, he looked a dad to me, honestly. But Alex Caruso, Danny Green, Markeith Morris, they did not show up and how they needed to for them to win that game. So now we're going on to a game six. But we really should give it up to Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero for really putting Miami on their back. You know, this whole season essentially has been crazy. Like no one would have ever thought this would have happened the way it has. And I never thought Miami Heat would ever 
be in the finals like at all. So it's been really nice to see the game and watch it. It's different though without a crowd and how they try to simulate the um, sounds and stuff is so weird to me, but the game has actually gone as better than I expected. I was honestly expected a sweep, but Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero doing great. And yes, I do know about basketball. So for anyone that tries to come for me, I did not look that up. I've been genuinely watching the games and genuinely like interested in the sport. I'm not the best basketball player. Okay. I can't really shoot my three. I, I'm not going to talk about it, but Essentially, I like basketball and I genuinely enjoy the game. And the next thing we're going to talk about as far as pop culture news is huh, some some beef, a little bit of beef or a little bit of back and forthness. So we all know about the Tory Lanez and Megan Thee Stallion, bomb.com um, situation. And he actually, um, he as in Tory, I'm going to refer to him as he because I honestly don't like saying his name. He um, admitted, or not really admitted, actually Megan had to basically say that he shot her. And then he decided to say that it was out of like him being drunk and stuff. And then he decided to release an album. <laughs> Y'all, it's giving very R. Kelly vibes. Like, release an album. And the saddest thing is that I saw a lot of people still stream and support it. And I understand having genuine interest. Like, anybody would be interested. Like, what is he talking about? But babes, we have genius.com. You know, you can search up lyrics, okay? Don't go and stream that man music. But Justice has, quote unquote, kind of sort of just whatever Justice is. He has actually been indicted um, with felony counts of assault for shooting Megan Thee Stallion. And I'm very happy that he is getting served. Now, some people are saying he does not deserve the maximum years, which I believe is 22 years. And I believe him as an artist and having people behind him, he won't serve 22 years. But I'm glad he got charged because that was the whole point to begin with is that people didn't believe Megan because he didn't get charged. But the whole situation in and of itself was her trying to um, make sure and um, protect him and her for, from police officers. So I'm glad just as being served, it's kind of sort of served. And I'm upset, honestly, that as black women, we, you know, want to be protected by our counterparts. And I saw so many men like saying they did not believe her and they thought that she was slicing it. But a man, a, someone shot you. Okay. They did not hit you. They didn't push you down the stairs. They Even though you shouldn't do any of those, but he shot her twice, twice. Why are we going back and forth about something so clear as day as he shot her? I just didn't understand. I'm like, what is going on? What is going on, y'all? He shot her. What else? Point blank. What else is there to talk about? What else is there to talk about? He shot her. Why are y'all still streaming this man's music? Why are y'all giving him play? He needs to be cut, done, canceled, done. Even I don't even like cancel culture like that because people don't really be canceling people in cancel culture, but he needs to be eradicated, Okay. <laughs> F canceled. He needs to be eradicated because he's our, I just don't like him as a person. Like he really shot my girl, but she's moved on to bigger and better things. She has a partnership with Revlon that just came out for her makeup. She's about to have a partnership with Fashion Nova to come out for the clothing. And she just announced a $10,000 scholarships or scholarships that she's doing for women. And it's super hard to get on the website. I don't remember. I think it's like, don't stop 
or something like that. I don't know. But it's on her Instagram if you want to like check it out. And I believe she said there was like no real requirements unless you just being in college. And the essay can be however long you want, whatever you want to be on, but why you chose your major, what you want to do in your future. So that's really it. But she's done so much, you know. She did the song. Um, <laughs> she did WAP and everything. Like she just been doing, you know, grinding. So, you know, God only rewards those people that push on despite obstacles being in their way. So I'm proud of my girl, Megan. I'm a proud hottie. Okay. Certified hottie. Science hottie. If I want to be specific, but, um, I really do love her and I'm glad that she's doing well. And I believe that's really all that's going to be it for, um, pop culture news um I actually need to get back on it I haven't really been that into pop culture but that's because I have a really really good reason which I'll get into more in the discussion segment so y'all this is the discussion segment and I'm going to start off by saying that I did something now what did I do that's a great question drum roll I started my own clothing brand, guys. Woo! <laughs> um, I know that's like, what in the world, Jasmine, a clothing brand? But I'll explain everything. So essentially, I have told you all before, told you guys before that I've been tapping into more of my graphic design lately and, you know, upping my skill because I am self-taught and I've been designing, you know, various things and, you know, just letting my creative take me to, you know, letting my ideas flow me to things that I can actually physically or digitally create. So I ended up creating this one really, really nice design um, edit of Megan. <laughs> um, it was a girls in a hood thing, but I actually ended up switching it over to like the boys in the hood style and making it an edit similar to the boys in the hood movie poster with Megan in. And I posted it on my socials and it did amazing. Like so many people were like, oh my God, Jasmine, this is great. This should definitely be on a shirt. So I was like, oh, I never even thought of like doing shirts. And I actually wasn't going to do it until I got a lot of messages like Jasmine, you need to do it. So I pondered on it and then I actually made another edit with Rico Nasty and her iPhone song and her iPhone video. So I heard the song. I instantly loved the song. So I was like, oh my God, I have to make something. And I honestly truly believe I have synesthesia. Like I can hear colors. I can listen to a song and see color. Like I just that type of person. So I listened to her music or heard that song in particular, made an edit, posted that. And it also did really well as well. And a lot of people were saying, you need to put this on a shirt. So then that's when I, you know, got together, got everything together. It was a hard, arduous process, but I'm here. And now I have my baby, ATJ or All That Jazz Studios, but it's ATJ Studios for short, um, where I sell streetwear, graphic design or graphic t-shirts and prints. And my first collection is out now. It's called Ode to Black Women. So I have a Rico shirt and um, the Megan shirt. And I also have a Jill Scott shirt because I love Jill Scott so much. And I wanted something to be complete. I wanted the whole collection to be complete. I wanted three instead of two. I just like three is just more complete than two. So I have three shirts right now out for my first collection. And I'm in love with how everything turned out. I love my logo. I love my aesthetic of the brand. And I see it really going places. And I'm so excited that I'm able to experience and put 
energy into the things I want to do. You know, I think 2020 has shown me that nothing really can stop me from doing the things I want to do as long as I manage my time well and um, plan out things and organize things well so I can get everything I want to get done to the best of my ability. And, you know, sorry for lack of a better word, but half-ass things that I love to do. So I have my podcast now and I have the brand, which I love. And the the best thing I love about my brand is that I've been able to be blessed and have ways where I don't have to um, manage everything because I do have my sister and my mother. So I love them so much for being there for me. And I also have school, you know, and now I'm about to start studying for the MCAT. So it's a lot, you know, <laughs> it is a lot going on, but I can't imagine myself being anywhere else and doing anything else, but doing the things I want to do. And it's so funny because I tell people, oh, I have a clothing brand. And like, oh, you want to be like a designer? You want to be, are you in fashion or your business? And I'm like, no, I'm a biology major and I want to do research. And I'm like, wow. And I'm like, you can literally do whatever y'all want to do. And I'm going to sit and reiterate that and preach that until the day I die. Like, do what you want, you know what I'm saying? But make sure you do what you want to the best of your of your ability. And don't let anyone stop you or try to tell you that you can't do something because you can, as long as you manage your time well. First of all, I was like, at first, when people were like, Jasmine, um, you should do it. I was like, I don't have the time to do that. How am I going to find someone to print my shirts and ship and inventory and, and websites and blah, blah, blah. But then I realized I was making so many excuses when I could have been actually working on it. You know what I'm saying? So it took me like two months, honestly, to get everything together make sure everything was right. And I was able to not only start, but have so much support. And I just wanted to be able to let y'all know so y'all can get hit to everything that's going on. Because I don't think I've shared it actually with this side of my, I guess, platform, if you want to call it a platform, LOL. But I do have an Instagram page for it. It's at ATJ Studios on Instagram. And my website is allthatjazzstudios.com and where you can buy you a shirt, buy you a print, you know. Um, I also am doing commissions. I haven't really broadcasted that yet because I'm still trying to find ways to implement that into my schedule. But if you heard it here, yeah, I'm doing commissions, but I ain't told nobody that yet. <laughs> I haven't told the main platform that I'm doing commissions yet. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. I'm happy. I love the support. I've gotten so much support from my friends, um, people that don't even know me. And you know, I'm definitely one of those people that don't expect anything from anybody. Like I am a go-getter. I really don't look for anyone to do anything for me, but it's been so many people supportive of me and I'm just forever grateful because I never look to anyone to buy anything. You know, I never, you know, I've just had low expectations for all of it. So I'm just so blessed. Every time I get a notification on my phone that someone bought a shirt, I'm almost in tears. Like y'all just don't understand how much this really means to me. And I'm just forever grateful for the support I've been given. And the fact that I'm able to do the things I've dreamed of and people are like, I, I mess with it. I like it, you know, continue. So I do have more things in the works, more collections in the works, which hopefully will hit just as hard, if not harder than the first one. And I'm excited to see where this takes me, you know, I don't think it's going to deter me from the main goal that I have in store right now, but we'll see. You never know what could happen. Um, So yeah. And I think that 
that story that I just shared really does play into my discipline. And I also want to talk more about discipline, especially right now, 2020, in a virtual world, in a virtual field of studying. It's very difficult to stay disciplined and motivated to do work. And I think the best thing I've been able to do is almost sort of force myself to be interested in these things because I don't know about you all, but the way for me and the way things work for me is that once I'm interested in something, I want to look it up and I want to be um, knowledge or have knowledge in the field. Like I'm just, that's how I am as a person. Like if I'm interested, I'm going to be looking things up about it. I'm going to be actively studying, actively trying to figure things out. So when I got interested in, you know, starting a clothing brand, I was watching nothing but how to start business videos and, you know, watching a whole bunch of things and writing things down and researching and comparing, you know, things together. Like what shirts should I be printing on or what type of printing should I be doing? Should it be DTG or should it be screen printing? Like this is the stuff I was doing. Like, and I realized like, wow, I see that for me, I have to be fully invested and interested in something for me to look it up. So for school, I try to implement the same thing. It's hard to really force yourself to be interested in things. Like it's very difficult, but once you figure it out and once you try to figure out what works for you, it'll be a little bit, a smidge easier than how it was before. Because honestly, when you start to treat things like a job, especially in the virtual world, you'll become a little bit more lax to getting things done and will be okay with letting deadline slide because you are kind of sort of treating like a job. And for me, a job is a nine to five, you know what I'm saying? So I'm start at nine, I end at five, but sometimes you do got to go extra to get the things that you need to get done, done. So I try to make sure I still have a routine every day um, to make my day go a little bit more um, efficiently um, and make sure that I get everything I want to get done, done. Cause like I said, now I don't only have school, but I have the brand, I have the podcast and, you know, labs and MCAS. It's just a lot. And I could just imagine for you all is just as much because virtually everything going on, you have other responsibilities to take care of. And you can always not join a class and close your computer and be done, but you have to remember, you know, what's your end goal at the end of the day? If it's for you in college, it's to get your degree and you want to make sure that you are putting your best foot forward for you to get not only get your degree, but make sure that you have a great GPA, make sure you have great connections with your teachers, um, making sure that you still are learning because we, you know, we may go back next semester. And if you're taking a class or a prerequisite for another class, you're going to need to know that information. So it's just really important right now to just not give up, especially in October. You And fall time is a really um, vulnerable time. You know, seasonal depression is real. You know, time, the time is going to change and the daylight saving, that changes and that can really impact your mood. It's very real. And I think World Mental Health Day just passed. So anxiety and depression at this in the fall time is definitely hard, especially just in college in general. So make sure you're checking up on you. Make sure that you are trying to um, get yourself interested in the things that you are learning. And don't forget your end goal. Don't forget why you started this. You know, it's easy to relax and it's good to relax. It's easy to miss a deadline though. And it's easy to miss an assignment. Just do what you think is best for you. Don't run into the same brick wall. Like if you miss an assignment, 
um, a couple of assignments or deadlines, you're like, okay, what do I have to do to change this? Or what is going to help me to change this? And I had to realize that early on because I was missing assignments. And I'm like, oh my goodness, I forgot all about that. How can I make sure this never happens again? You know, you don't want to run into the same brick wall. Um, this is a conversation I want to continuously have on this platform. And I want to continuously go into more depth because I honestly can't even give y'all advice because I'm still going through it. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard. It really, really is hard. And I hope we all persevere and get through this together and we can come out on the other side when we are back in person and, you know, appreciate the in-person connections we have with each other, appreciate everyone's time, even just sitting in the class, being appreciative of you being able to just sit in class. Um, I don't know. I think 2020 has just been crazy, but it's been eye-opening and, you know, just making sure or letting me know how to better me. And I hope that's doing the same for y'all. So that's the end of this episode. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. It was a little shorter than normal. Oh, actually, we're about to hit 30 minutes. Okay, not shorter than normal. I am not going to put a song this week, nor do I have a person of the week. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm tired. Okay, I recorded it late. I'm tired. I've been busy, but I want to make sure that the next episode we have will be have a person of the week or that they snapped of the week and a new song so I can get y'all hips to the new music. I also want to add a new music segment, but I feel like that may be a lot of segments. Y'all let me know. Y'all always hit me up at Envivo Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. And for that, thank you all for listening and peace out. Y'all have a great rest of your week, day, month, uh, night, whenever you're listening. All right. See y'all.